Blog Talk Radio. This is a year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. So like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't got to fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't not They literally stay right here. I am here, and we are definitely working on the new intro song, Saladin and I. He's doing another little sit down with me because that clip was actually recorded. We were having a general conversation, and he recorded it, put it over music, and was like, this sounds like an intro, and that's how we did it. So today is technically Wild Wednesday, but we're doing Tell the Truth Tuesday, January 8th. 2020 because usually my Tuesdays are pretty lit, so I usually don't get to tell y'all about it until Wednesday, which is why that happened. Also, my apologies, I was actually manned down and sick as fuck for like eight days, like right after um, Christmas, just had no voice, like it was probably like some bronchial shit, but y'all know that I took my elderberry tincture, I took no other medications, just cough drops, but and my teas, my turmeric and uh, ginger tea, I'm on my kratom today, but because um, we got to get back to our regimens. But yeah, I was man down, no boys. I actually recorded the show New Year's Eve for the last Tell the Truth Tuesday, and I was talking, and it just sounded like I was a gremlin. Like it was just, it was really bad. So I had to actually delete the show. So those of you that were following me, like, wait a minute, what happened to the the last show of 2019? I had to delete it, and then I re-recorded it. I believe it was two days later when I had some type of voice to to speak with. So the new theme for the new decade is 2020 vision, meaning that everything is crystal clear. So this is the first show of 2020. Um, We're in the new decade. I've been taking inventory of myself and those around me. And so, like, I, I really do feel like I did a really good job. And a lot of times we don't pat ourselves on the back, right, for dodging the shit that was supposed to destroy us for getting rid of the people that we don't really fuck with. We we don't give ourselves enough credit for that. So I'm going to give myself some credit. So there used to be phone calls and text messages that I used to just wait for, and now I don't give a fuck at all. I don't answer certain phone calls because I don't have to, and you serve no purpose. Um, my spiritual side is flourishing. I'm at peace. I'm going to actually share something with you guys about that. Um, And my decision to let things go that do not love me or revere me was a selfless decision because 2020 has to be all about love, right? So y'all know that I used to function real serious and heavy in hate probably about 10 years ago when I first came here just because, you know, I'm fresh out of a divorce, like, from 2007, and it was just bad, right? So I hated everything because I knew that there was power behind hate. But the highest vibration is actually love, and I'm not talking about, like, you know, oh, my God, I just love you so much because y'all know I hate that shit. I totally, like, I love falling in love, but I just hate being in it because now you're in it, and it's kind of like, okay, what the fuck do we do now, right? Do you love me back? Do I, You know, so I really tried to stay out of love for a long time, and guess what? The universe obliged. You don't want to be in love? Cool, I'm going to send you somebody that hits you. I'm going to send you somebody that tries to take your money. I'm going to send you somebody that disrespects you. So when you say you have to be careful to how you talk to yourself or how you talk to other people about yourself and be clear in your intentions because the universe doesn't know whether you're playing or not. The universe doesn't know if you're kidding or not, right? So I had to learn to speak a little bit kinder to myself, you know. And it's funny because so simple shit like this, like, oh, I need to lose like this little, you know, five pounds. The universe is like, cool, I got you. A bitch was sick for a week. 
couldn't really eat, couldn't really drink. Like, you know, I lost the weight that I wanted to lose, of course, from the holidays, but I didn't want to lose it like that. So you got to be real specific in what you ask for. So in 2020, prior to that, I had been manifesting all 2019 while I was celibate, which we talked about the fact I'm not celibate anymore, which is fine. Um, Not fun, it's fine. But the reason that I was okay to consummate that relationship is because it was one that I had already manifested and prayed for. So, of course, every man has their shit with him, but at the core, this particular person is somebody that I literally wrote on a fucking piece of paper, this is exactly what I want. I didn't really say what I wanted him to look like because that was like an added bonus, but I knew when I seen him that it was him, which is why on my last show you'll hear that I was so confused between the two of them because they're similar height, similar looks, similar occupation, similar, you know, both athletic built, that you couldn't tell them apart in the cart. So when I'm asking a question, because I usually am never in this conundrum, it's a situation where the other one completely fell off, which we're thankful for that. May he, you know, move on with his life and do whatever he's doing um, in his current situation. But this particular one, I actually met him before I met the other one. He just wasn't as aggressive as the other one. And so I attribute you know, how you like me with how aggressive you are in the beginning stages and how consistent. Consistency is actually really important to me. So um, consummated that relationship. And, you know, I I hate to say, like, oh, um, you know, we're taking this. So we're actually not because we just kind of, like, when I I get with you, I get with you. When I see you, I see you. But I talk to him every day, which is good because I want to know that you're okay, not on some psychotic bitch shit, just... You alright, you you did good today, you have a good day, whatever And just making sure that everything stays pure Because in 2019 I manifested that I didn't want a relationship I said I wanted a partner So I had to go back and like add to that And he's like, you sure? Because (laughs) you might want to go back and change that, you know So I said that I wanted all these things I wanted a protector, I wanted somebody that would provide Not just monetarily, because I'm pretty okay with that But just like little things Right, I don't really need um, somebody that's going to be tearing me down or talking to me like they're fucking crazy or causing scenes or that had any habits. Right, I specifically was like, I don't want anybody that has any type of addictions that I've been dealing with before. And sure enough, this motherfucker don't even drink. Okay, he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't do anything. Which obviously, you know that obviously he has some other, you know, uh, addictions, but they aren't of the chemical kind. I'm sure. So 2020 was a year, I knew it was going to be my year, so I started the year off prior, a matter of fact, New Year's Eve, I went to a reader, and this is after I'd have been to five other readers, but this is the one that actually did my birth chart, did all this other shit, and if you're not into that type of shit, that's cool, but I am, because we would be very silly to think that we're just out here in the universe existing, and then there's, you know, I'm getting ready to study the Akashic Records, I'm getting ready to do my 120 lessons with Beautiful Asia, um, a program that they did uh, for online, just for to study, because I'm, I've, I've mastered what I needed to master with the first section of things that I was looking into and sect, um, and I need to learn something else, because if you're not learning, you're dying, right? So I have all these exciting things happen, so I go to the lady, and she's like, oh, my God. So she basically reads me for filth, like basically like was talking about, like just literally from the time I was born. It's like your whole, it's like this digitally, like I have like a 22-page email with everything about where I was born, you know, what time I was born, and what's going on in my chart. So, you know, that's just very comforting to me um, because it lets me know that my purpose here, I'm actually just now and in my 40s walking in, my purpose, right? And so that's what, to me, when people say, like, you got to stay woke and you got to be woke, like, all of us are sleeping, right? And then at some point something happens, and I don't care what anybody says. I think the age of enlightenment comes when you're 40. I don't think that there's a bunch of gurus walking around in their 20s and 30s because you haven't lived enough, you haven't gone through enough shit, you haven't been hit, you know, you haven't hit rock bottom, you haven't, you know, had deaths occur, you haven't had anything taken from you just yet, in your 20s and 30s. You know, some of you may beg the difference, maybe that's your story, but in my experience, and I've had a rough, I had a rough way, trust me, 
But in my 40s, I started to understand why all those things had to happen. Why did I have to move from Florida to come back up here? Why did I end up having to marry this person, also a Scorpio? Um, and, and, and all of it, it all makes sense. And that's why I think that you'll see older people don't get as angry as younger people because older people understand there was a reason for the season. There was a reason, right? So I also had to um, understand that my manifestations, they they don't come when you want them to come. They come when when they fucking feel like it, right? So you got to be ready for the thing that you asked for, right? So now I get everything that I wanted. I get my business. I get everything I wanted. I, this person doesn't fucking fuck with me no more. I don't give a fuck. You know, that, that whole situation, I don't care, right? I don't care, and I don't feel a way about it. Like, I have a – I struggle with loyalty, right, because – you know, as people would say, you know, I'm loyal to a fault, meaning I'll stay with somebody just to be able to say that I was loyal to that person. In all actuality, I'm being disloyal to myself, right? And so I'm the head bitch in charge. I can't be disloyal to myself and then be loyal to you because you're a piece of shit. And some people don't deserve the loyalty. So unfortunately, you know, I had to check out of, Uh, just even a friendship because of the fact that, like, you're really not my fucking friend. Like, you really don't give a fuck about me. You only care about yourself. Every time I turn around, it's give me this, give me that. And yet you have no way to fucking even return the favor, and you can't even say fucking thank you because you're a fucking piece of shit-ass person. You're a trash, basura, garbage-ass person. And so just even your vibe, just even hearing your voice pisses me the fuck off. And I can't... I, I just I don't want to do that to myself, especially not when everyone else in my life is speaking to me from a place of love, from a place of adoration, from a place of growth, and from a place where they mean me no fucking harm at all. So I had to sever the tie. And it's funny because when I end up in these relationships, right, because we could say I'm in a relationship pretty much so, right, I'm off the market, I'm not dating or seeing anyone else, but not because of that person, because that person I would doubt highly would ever even ask me to do some shit like that, but I just knew that I couldn't keep the other person just even in communication, male or female, because of the fact that, like, you change my energy. Y'all got to stop talking to people that change your energy for the worst, right? Like, just me talking to you agitates the fuck out of me. You know what I mean? Because you're so ungrateful, and I hate, listen, if there's nothing that I hate more as an ungrateful fucking person, I don't care if it's a child, because I've had to get with my son on shit like that. But he's a child, so that makes sense, right? And it's mine. I birthed him, right? But an adult to be so ungrateful when somebody doesn't even have to fucking speak to you, sir and ma'am, I don't understand that. I don't understand it. You know, that's like going to the Salvation Army because your house fucking burnt down, and you mad at what the Salvation Army fucking gave you when you didn't have shit prior to going there. You know, my mom used to always tell me, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. If somebody want to give you some, I don't give a fuck if it was a bag of acorns. Say thank you, find a use for the acorns, and keep it fucking moving, and be happy that somebody thought about you when they was picking up fucking acorns, <laughs> you know? And, you know, I just think that, you know, in, in, in interpersonal relationships, and I love my conversations with beautiful Sea Asia because we talk a lot about male-female conversations. And so when I told her about my conundrum a couple months back, the only reason, and let me be clear on that too, that I brought up the two men is because of the fact that, yeah, I mean, when I date, like there's there's an abundance of men. There's no shortage of good men. There really isn't. There's a shortage, a, a shortage of good men for me because I'm on some other shit. So there's just certain shit you can't say to me, certain shit you can't do to me, certain shit that's not going to fly with me, certain shit that you should just already know because if you don't, like, me and you just can't even be together. Like, just a lot of shit that I don't feel like raising another boyfriend. I don't feel like raising another man to make him suitable to date me. You should fucking know better. And when you got here, if you didn't know better, I can't help you. Little shit, yeah, I could teach you that. But I need to be learning something, too. So the reason... I had this conversation with the Asian. It's so funny because all of my friends are um, ethereally gifted. They're spiritually gifted. They all have their gifts. All my friends, right? They they use them sometimes. Sometimes they don't. And in the conversation I have with the Asian, she says, "Thank God for so and so," which is the person that I'm with now. She says because he's going to clear everything up. But she knew about the other person. She felt that 
I should stay in communication with him. He's in a bad space. And I told her, I said, I, I really can't do that. I said, because he lied. And he lied about something so monumental that I just know that you would lie about me. Now, one thing about me, please, <clears throat> in the history of niggadom, I've never had a dude say I don't know her or I wasn't fucking with her. I don't give a fuck if they was cheating. I don't give a fuck if what they was doing. That's The burden of proof is on you, Okay. No man has ever sat down and was like, oh, I wasn't fucking with her. I don't know no Denise. I don't know. No. I'm too. I'm way too enormous for you to fucking lie and say some shit like that. Because the minute that your bitch sees me or your ex bitch or your new bitch or whatever sees me, they know. Like, they're like, nope, that's her right there. Who the fuck is that? You see what I mean? Is this the same bitch that da-da-da-da? None of you, I give y'all credit, ain't never lied. What I don't like, and the one that did, like, try to fray the truth, it was almost impossible to do that because we done been on trips, vacations, like, whatever. You know, there's no point in trying to save face. You may as well just be like, yeah, I fucks with her, I love her, or I care about her. Now, I've had some of you walk in the house and say, yeah, I like her, and I'm not going to fucking stop talking to her. So you either going to act right or I'm just I'm going to keep fucking with her because you fucking get on my nerve. I've had a man say that on some sunshine from fucking Harlem Nights type shit. And I wasn't even fucking with him like that, right? Nobody denies me. So when you put me in a situation where you would plausibly, to save your own ass, have to deny me to somebody, I'm not part of that. I wouldn't deny you, so don't deny me, because the minute that you deny me, I'm going to have to fucking tell the truth. So I'd rather you just say, yeah, I know her, or whatever you're going to say, don't ever deny me, right? So I was telling C-Asia, I was like, this one over here is such... He doesn't even know who the fuck he is. I was like, I can't even talk to him because I can't help him. She was like, no, you should try to stay friends or try to have communication because, you know, she believes in black men so much, right? I said, nah, fuck that dude. I was like, he's married, you know, to somebody, white woman and shit like that, and then you go to work every day, say you hate white people, and then here you are married to one. What type of fucking mental illness is that? That's like some slave, massa, weird-ass mentality that you have going on. And it's sad because I actually really liked him. I really enjoyed his company. But the problem was is I was too comfortable with him, right? And so that's what triggered me to say something's wrong. The other one is probably going to end up being the better choice because I'm uncomfortable when I'm with him because that's something that's new for me, somebody that's not, like, just trying to get some ass and just trying to, you know what I mean? Be completely sexual, off rip, and somebody that's not trying to get nothing from me. You know, we want to do business. He wants to, you know, hang out. I'm sure that we're attracted to each other, but he's he's real laid back about the shit, right? So the other one ends up just falling off the face of the fucking earth after a few choice words in a cash app because, you know, I don't like people wasting my time because time is money. And also, you know, secrets cost money. You know, a lot of you women got the game fucked up. See, Asia and I talked about, you know, writing a book called Pimplaw. Like, a lot of you girls get the game all fucked up. I just heard a story about four or five different girls messing with the same dude, and they don't understand why he don't want to be in a relationship with him. Well, because every time you see him, you let him come over and fuck, and he don't got to do nothing for you. You don't get to change the, the narrative of the relationship when you're already in it. So you started out as a sexual relationship. That's how it is. Men don't don't change their mind on that. You can't change it midway. You could try, right? And sometimes it works, but 90% of the time it doesn't work. So let him court you. You know, it's not about the 90-day rule. It's not, you should have sex whenever the fuck you feel like you want to have sex because sex should be the, the, the crowning glory of everything. So if that means that y'all got to know each other in a 72-hour period because you were sitting in an airport and you decided to go fuck him, I understand that. That's not what I would do. But I'm just saying, because 99%, matter of fact, 100% of the men that I dealt with are psychotic, which means that if I fuck them on the first date, second date, third date, whatever, they're going to think that I've done that before. So now i got to fucking sit here and go back and explain, no, you're special, and they're not going for that, right? So in 2019, I manifested that, and I knew that somebody was coming for me. This whole year I told you I've been waiting on the page of cups, which is the water sign, the whole year I've been good, just kind of, and it's funny because people don't realize how important they are to you, and, you know, until you're, like, trying to explain something to them, and you're like, no, I literally, the only reason that I'm still here is because I knew that it was you and you came. Now, the other person wasn't a water sign, so I kind of should have known right then and there, 
But the other person was so laid back and subdued that I was just like, I don't even think this motherfucker liked me. Maybe it's not him. So towards the end of the year, I started getting hit with a lot of bullets, like a lot of, like, reoccurring themes and, like, people calling or texting my phone. I let go of that 12-year situation with the Victor Flores character in my book. You know, no love lost, just it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. I'm not coming, you know, I'm not moving back to Florida. We didn't have kids. We didn't get married. We didn't do any of the things that we said we were going to do. And that's just that, and it's my fault, you know. Um, I, I guess, you know, I, I guess that I just didn't trust, trust you enough to move back down there. You know, I, I never wanted to be one of these females that picked up my whole life and moved for a dude or picked up my whole life. and did, So, you know, now I'm also in a place in a season of my son graduates high school in a couple of years, you know, literally two, and I need to figure out what am I going to do because I don't have to be here. You know, y'all know I like warm weather. You know, y'all know I like the West Coast. So that's something that has to be on the agenda whether I'm in this relationship or not. So for me, I have to, you know, obviously I'm going to have to make a choice, but like I said, that person has businesses and other reasons that he needs to stay here. If he can't come with me, then I understand that, and that's the end of our relationship. And we had a good time. We loved each other. We, you know, and now, now I have to move on. You know, and that's where I'm at in life. I, I can't make decisions based on a man because a man is not the person that gave me money or gave me the gumption or gave me anything to go do what I need to do. You understand what I'm saying? Because my business existed before I had an investor. You know, this thought about what I'm getting ready to do existed before I had an investor. And i got to tell you all some other shit. So I end up getting that reading. Everything is confirmed. Everything across the board, across the cards is telling me just be careful with the person that I'm with because he has a bad past, just like I have a bad past, like with anger, shit like that. You know, and the two of us in a situation would not be good at all. But... Ain't nobody calling the police. Nobody's going to jail. So I really, I think it's fine. So I'm not scared of this person. Everyone else is scared of this person. I'm not scared of this person because I'm like, I don't think he came here to, like, do nothing to me. I think he's here because he, he needs love and he wants me to love on him and I want him to love on me and I'll be vulnerable and I'll accept that. And that's, that's cool, right, because that's what we're doing in 2020. So I decided I needed some new some new cards, some new tarot cards. So I was online, and I put some, like, six decks in a book in, a, in, a, in the cart. My homegirl calls me from Barnes & Nobles, and she's like, oh, my God, I have to get you this new deck, and it's a voodoo tarot deck by uh, Sally Ann Glassman, which you know is a, a very famous uh, white, like my mom, Brigitte, uh, voodoo priestess. She gets me the book, and it's always exciting, right, because it's a, it's a new, not toy, but it's a new divination tool, right? So I shuffle the cards, dude comes out in my cards, of course. So what I learned was, on this day, I had just changed his name in my phone to something. Come to find out that the name that I changed it to is an actual god in voodoo culture, which I had no idea about. Had no idea. The book literally just flipped open to that page. So it's just kind of like spirits, like, bitch, we're pointing you to, to the right direction. You made the right choice, Right. So I end up reading up on it, and then I start pulling my own cards and then find out that me and this person in many other moons ago or other lifetimes, we were actually divinely connected as husband and wife. So that doesn't mean that we're going to be husband and wife in this realm. It just means that because we couldn't figure out where we knew each other from, right? Dead ass. Like I'm standing there like staring at this man like I just know that I know you now. Did I know him when I was a kid, like 17, 18? Yeah. For sure. I've seen him in past, and we know a lot of the same people. But now it kind of makes me feel a little bit better that it's like regardless as to what happens, maybe we're here to just love on each other, and then when it's time for us to part ways, we part ways, no matter what situations anybody is in, the love doesn't matter. right? I'm here to be loved, and I'm here to give love, which is a new thing for me in 2020 because in 2019, all you motherfuckers could have kicked rocks. I couldn't have cared less. You know what I mean? Oh, this person had an unfortunate incident. That's fucked up. What did they do, though? And that's another thing y'all need to stop doing in 2020. Stop trying to fucking save everybody because a lot of times you're interrupting people's karma and you're not realizing that that person has to stand still in that fucking karma. Stop trying to save these fucking people, and I'm guilty of that. I be trying to save people all the fucking time. It doesn't work. People only save themselves. 
you know, everybody that I did a solid for, that I, I looked out for, whatever, whatever, I guarantee you my name don't even fall off their fucking lips when they, when, they go, when they get to thanking people. I watch motherfuckers get out of jail and act like nobody did a motherfucking thing for them. And I'm like, damn, dude, like, so you just, you shout everybody else out but me? But that's cool, that's what's up. Because don't go back again because, bitch, you can't call me for nothing, okay? So for me, and it's, it's no love lost. It's just like I don't give a fuck if it was $50. I don't care what it was. Like, acknowledge that. But I don't do shit for acknowledgement, so that's why I really don't care. I just see where you're standing at. I see you. So in 2020, I decided I want to take everything for myself. If it's making me feel loved, I'm going to do it. If it makes me feel beautiful, I'm going to do it. I don't give a fuck what it is. I bought some damn hydrolonic acid to put on my face, and I'm taking, I just went and did some little old lady shit and bought a Vera Bradley pill um, case, you know, like with the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday shit on it so that I could put my goddamn vitamins in there because the bitch need to take vitamins now, just some B12, some collagen, you know. And um, 2020 is definitely just across the board, and all the cards going to be a good year, right? Financially, it's going to be a good year vision-wise. So my homegirl called me the other day, and she was, you know, because everybody has to have their their nurturing side as a woman. You have to have your nurturing side. You have to have your business side, which is where you get your money. But you also need to leave some room for your spiritual side because if you're not being spiritually fed, you're just really a zombie just walking around here for no reason. So she has everything down pat, but her spiritual side wasn't right, right? just unbalanced or she just didn't know what to do. So I said, well, the easiest thing, start with candles. Start, you know, just like you blow out a birthday candle, you know, on the cake and you make a wish, start burning a candle every day and saying an incantation, you know. Start off with gratitude, not attitude, obviously. Um, and you'll notice in a lot of my posts on my Instagram, at miss, M-I-S-S, dot D, dot Scott, um, that I – even in, like, when I'm talking about stuff that's fucked up that happened to me, because y'all know my Instagram is way more lit than my Facebook, and I feel bad because my person, my human, was like, oh, yeah, I came across your Facebook page, and I'm like, oh, shit. And then I realized I'm way less lit on Facebook than I am on Instagram, which I actually will probably be opening up my Instagram page this week. I usually open it up for a week or so, just as far as business is concerned. My business page is um, at 716CBD. It's on Instagram. That's always open, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I usually open my page up for like a week or so, and then when y'all start getting ignorant or start getting fucking weird in the comments and shit, because it gets, like, my page is private just because y'all don't know how to fucking act. Now, it's funny because I'm I'm respected enough that it's never no dude saying no weird shit to me. It's always you women. It's always you women, and you think you can research and you know things. I just had a woman the other day, I want to talk about that too, and she posted a video of this dude named Joe Tovar who was involved, he was one of the patrons at a bar that got held up at gunpoint. I ain't talking about like a nine, I'm talking about like a sawed-off shotgun, right? And the dude was getting robbed, and everyone else is like bowing down on the floor, and this dude, Joe, is just sitting there finishing his beer. Now, he's not drunk because he's not slurring speech, he's not, you know what I mean? And the girl was like, this is how, um," he was like, yeah, this is how uh, serious, that um, he's like, this is how serious I am about 2020. I'm focused. And I said to the lady on her page with her big-ass fucking teeth, looking like fucking Maurice White from the fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire group, I said, listen, this is not focus. This is post-traumatic stress disorder. This man got a gun. I mean, dude, like, nudged him with the gun and was like, empty your pockets. He was like, I only got $2 in my pocket. He was like, and I'm using it to drink a beer. That's not normal human behavior when you got a gun in your fucking face, okay? So the lady, like, I just don't think it was a good analogy, but, hey, what do I fucking know? I, I just suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder and try to stay away from flailing hands and large groups of people. That's just me, right? So she comments back, and I wasn't even, like, saying anything. I actually made it a joke, and she wants to, like, then I go on the on the post and realize she's arguing with every single person. Bitch, you're not fucking focused. You posted shit, people got in your ass, people that have real mental health issues, and was like, no, this, like, the one girl was like, no, this guy is suicidal. She's like, why does it have to be suicidal? Because he's focused. What the fuck was he focused on, staying alive? Bitch, if if he was in the hood, dude would have had his head blown off. Oh, you don't want to empty your pockets? 
oh, you, you don't give a fuck about this gun, that would have angered a normal robber, and he would have just blown his head off. So, no, baby, that's not focused. That's called mental instability. That's called, I said, I bet you his demon's bigger than everybody in that bar. That's why he won't worry about that dude shooting him. Doesn't even mean he has a death wish. It just means that he probably, for all you know, that motherfucker might have just got back from, from overseas. You don't know. That's why I don't fucking bother with people because you don't know what the fuck they got on their mind. So the lady is going on arguing me. I said, you know what? She was like, you missed the point. I said, actually, I did not. I didn't want to pull my dick out and start talking about my degree, talking about what makes you qualified. Bitch, what makes me qualified? Qualified? The fucking $40,000 I have left in fucking student loans that say I got a master's degree in something, neuroscience and psych, that's what qualifies me. But I didn't even tell her that because you're not even worth it because I'm not going to argue with no bitch that don't even have a dental plan. I'm not doing that. I'm not. And then she's one of these people that tries to sell people all this shit. So I said, you know what, I'm not going to argue with you. You woke up out your bed today wanting to argue. I woke up out my bed today wanting to laugh, and I'm laughing at you right now. Okay, you're not gonna argue with me looking like the fucking lead singer, the goddamn Earth, Wind and Fire. I'm not doing that. And I just think that people need to be more careful with their content when they're posting shit. You know, you posted that shit. You offended a lot of people that had mental health issues because because we suffer with them. Motherfucker, I could tell you that man wasn't right. You see what I'm saying? And definitely, um, definitely a big. I told y'all when I went to see the Joker. In fact, I think I have a show called Joker um, back in October when it first came out. I told y'all he was going to get all the awards for that. Joaquin Phoenix took home Best Actor. Uh, he took home the Golden Globe for Joker. And everybody's like, oh, it wasn't better than Heath Ledger. It's two different Jokers. This Joker, we actually get to see his mother. We actually get to see why he hates Batman so much because he thought that it was his brother. Like, shit got real deep and it got real dark. And I like, there's only like one little place in the in the movie where I like cried right like I, I literally like broke down boohoo crying I actually went to see it a second time when I was in uh Jersey visiting with Aunt Joyce which God forbid I don't go see her next month she'll kill me but the point of the matter is is that you know if you lead with love so this woman this day she posts this thing talking about being focused that's not being focused that's a traumatic event he wasn't focused in a traumatic event the motherfucker didn't give a fuck about nothing that was going on. I, I was like, I just think that, you know, but, hey, it's your page. You do what you want. So you have some people that wake up, and that's what they do. They want to argue. I just wake up and want to be loved. I want to love on somebody. I want to put on my perfume. I want to fucking take ritual baths. I want to make my fucking products, and I just want to be happy. So finally in 2020, I'm at peace, right? So I went through a lot of freaking fucking fuck you and fuck this and fuck that. I went through a lot of that just to let you motherfuckers know I don't care. You know, people, you know, people fight for what they want, right? And I was just tired of fighting for people that wouldn't fucking bust a grape in a fruit fight for me, going to bat for people that, that keep quiet when motherfuckers have things to say. And I just can't live my life like that, right? So I'm happy and I'm satisfied with the people that are in my actual circle. You know, my kid is doing excellent. My family is doing excellent. You know, I really... I'm just, I'm really living the life right now. Like, everything that I wished for and everything that I prayed for and everything that I worked for is here, including my little relationship. And I call it a little relationship because it's still in the beginning stages. Y'all might catch me on here fucking three weeks from now, motherfucking this motherfucker. But remember, anything that I say to y'all online about any significant or, you know, any beloved that I have, I've said to their face, you know. And then subsequently, you know, and then subsequently got online and talked shit about them or whatever. And um, and a lot, you know, and that's the other thing that people have to understand, too, is that a lot of the men that I dated, they, you know, they'll text me, why would you say that on the show? Bitch, you knew who I was when I got here. You knew that you, you know that I write books. You know that I have a, a radio show. You know that I have a blog. You know that I talk shit on my Instagram. You know that I do a lot. Yeah, my Instagram is super lit. But my whole point is, like, if you know that, why would you still poke the bear? Why would you still do stupid-ass shit knowing that at some point you're going to be the subject of ridicule on one of my shows? Now, I've also told you all that a lot of you men are not, were never that important enough to make any of my books So y'all don't have to worry about my seventh book coming out This is book number seven And um, y'all don't have to worry about that book coming out Y'all being in the book Because 
for the last 10 years, you know, I really don't have anybody that really made that much of an impact on me that I have to talk about you in a book because the book isn't even about men. It's actually about the women. It's about sisterhood. And I actually shout out to Leah Pennyman today, the author of Farming While Black. I actually mentioned her in my top 100 things about how when I bought the book and then about how I met her in person and I started crying. Peep this shit. So I'm online today. She owns Soul Fire Farm up in uh, upstate New York. She actually told me that when I purchased my own farm that she would, you know, she would come up here and help me plant and, uh, during harvest. Bruh, why did I find out today she's a whole voodoo priestess and shit and that she identifies with Oya, which Oya, Oyayanza, which is the goddess of the underworld, kind of Persephone personified, but in African and Yoruba culture, she's a priestess. I had no fucking idea, her and her son. So you see how, like, things, like, you could try to get away from who you are, but if you're really, really listening, you will be able to see who and what it is that you're supposed to be. So, like, the person that I'm with now that I'm very enamored with that I adore so much, I, I could, like, look at his face all day, right, because it's pure still. No bullshit, no gimmicks, no nothing. I know who you are, you know who I am. And... um I was looking at him, and the god that he actually showed up as is one of the gods of agriculture, and that actually is what, you know, the business that what we're going into right now. So I just, you know, I just think that everything is just coming full circle. I think that everything is where it's supposed to be, and I just think that, like, if this is part of being woke, is that we manifest and we get everything that we ever wanted, then I'm just going to keep doing that shit because, it's it work. It took a minute, but it worked. You know, I'm still throwing motherfuckers in jars. I'm still <laughs> I'm still doing what the fuck I want to do. But at the same time, I don't leave with malintent. Not ever. Not ever will I throw somebody in a jar just because you pissed me the fuck off. No, that's not that's not how that works. That's not how that works. You put people in jars that mean you no good. You put people in jars that mean to harm your family or mean to harm you or mean to harm your progress. Right, you ever just met somebody and they just they just everything about you they just hate it. You got to stay away from those fucking people. Cuz if you stay away from those fucking people, your energy will consistently be good. And um I feel like my brother is literally sending me pictures of pickup trucks to buy because he knows I'm in the market to buy another car for my business. But anyway, back into uh what I was saying for you is that in 2020 you honestly don't owe anybody any fucking explanation. I find a lot of you are like, how am I going to explain this, this, and this? Let me tell you something. I literally will tell a motherfucker a hundred times, I'm not happy, I'm not happy, I'm not, you know, you're not doing this, you're rude, you're disrespectful, and then I'm done talking. And maybe that's a cancer trait because once I've checked out, I'm checked out. It's not, I'm not checking back in. I'm not, like, we're done. You know, so every time I wanted to, leave or run away from the current situation that I'm in. I think that the reason that the tarot cards, the new deck that I got, which out out the blue my girlfriend bought me for no reason, it was the last deck of the, the voodoo set that they had, you know, I think that when you are studying divination and you realize that the person that you're with, you were with many other moons ago, and that's why that person looks so familiar to you, the only other thing that you really need to figure out is I don't even know how that relationship ended. Because sometimes things end, right? I don't foresee that happening in this moment because I'm very comfortable. Not comfortable in the sense like where I'm slacking, but comfortable in the sense of like, okay, he's not going anywhere, I'm not going anywhere, we like each other, we're on the same path, like to the love party, you know, the love train, and that's that. Because what is the goal? That's the other thing. Like, what's the goal in you being in a relationship? If you're still functioning from your root chakra where everything has to be sexual, then you, you, you're not going to get to a state of self-actualization or enlightenment with that third eye because you won't take the time to just go sit the fuck down and just fucking cleanse your womb and, and just sit down and be like, I don't need no dick for six to 12 business months. I'm good. I promise you, I cannot make this shit up. I made more money when I wasn't getting dick just in that one year than I did the previous two years. And it wasn't because I was sexually frustrated. I really didn't even find myself getting antsy until until I actually went and had sex. Like, because, you know, you're, you're sitting there and you're in front of somebody that's, like, so beautiful, and you're just like, I just want to touch you. Like, I just I want to kiss you. 
you know what, I'm going to lick you too. I'm, you know what, I'm going to take my clothes off. I'm a, I didn't really get the urge to do anything until I felt connected enough to somebody else to say, I'm going to fuck this person, fuck, make love, whatever you call it. I'm going to give myself to this person because I trust him, right? And I trust that once he has it, he's not going to, you know, I don't have all these, like, anxiety trips like a lot of people do when they first, cause, you know, you first have sex with somebody, you got to be worried. You got to be like, shit, you know, did I do all right? Is he okay? Do we like each other? Is he going to call me later? Is he going to do this? Is he going to do that? And he did. You know, he did the right thing. But now, you know, now you're in it. Now you got to think about where you're going to be from a year from now, where you're going to be two years from now. You know what I mean? So you have to start me because I'm a planner. He's not really a planner. He's more um, spontaneous. Like he'll, you know, pop up to get a hug and then, like, go home. Like that's what he does, which is cute. That's, that's nice. But me, I'm the type of person, like, if I love you or if I, you know, I'm trying to love on you, I want to, like, I don't need to see you all the time because, bitch, I'm busy. I got shit to do. You know what I mean? But when I do see you, I want to lay down. I want to, you know, have dinner. I want to have drinks. I want to make breakfast. I want to just lay with you and just rub on you and be all lovey. So that's a side of Denise that y'all don't really get to see or that you will never see and that perhaps hasn't even been out since probably five years ago, you know, because none of you motherfuckers was worthy of that. And, you know, maybe this person will show me that he's not worthy of it either, but I do know that he was sanctioned to be here because I summoned him here. Y'all got to stop giving, you know, other things and other people so much credit for your manifestation. You manifest that you want a motherfucker that got some money, and then when he comes, right, but he ain't got no fucking brain, or he beats women, or he don't take care of his kids. Y'all got to start better with the manifestation. The only thing that I left out which I actually went back and corrected under that 12-12 full moon. And uh, definitely y'all need to understand that we have an eclipse coming in two days. So keep your emotions in check. Motherfuckers is about to be acting crazy and stupid and shit, so just don't pay it no mind. And me, I'm a moon child, so whether it's a solar or a lunar eclipse, it doesn't matter because it's Capricorn season. My sun is in Cancer and my moon is in motherfucking Capricorn. So that just makes me an all-around cunty cunt bitch, but that's okay. That's fine. That's why I don't show as a cancer. Most cancers, women especially, are crybabies and shit like that. And I am. You know, I tantrum. I do shit like that. But this one I can't tantrum with because I don't think, because what I'm used to doing, I can't do to him. So I have to do shit like maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll fucking turn into a firebug. Maybe I'll just set shit on fire. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to tantrum. Maybe I just won't talk to him for like three, four days if he pisses me off which this in turn will piss him the fuck off, and then we'll just have to see what that looks like. So I'm excited in 2020 to have everything that I wished for. And like I said, like, it's not it's not just because I got some dick. Like, that that was coming anyway. It's just about the fact that do I feel much better? Yes, I feel much, I feel much, much better. I thank you, like, seriously. But I think that as a team, because I wanted a partner, I didn't want a boyfriend. I didn't want you know, somebody that's like, oh, this is my significant. I really don't care about that title. I really care, like, are you my partner? Like, are you here for me because I'm here for you? What can I do for you and what can you do for me? Like, I don't want us to leave this relationship with nothing. And I'm talking like it's going to end. I really don't think it will, but I'm just saying. So in 2020, you guys have to understand that, you know, you want somebody to love you, right? But if you don't love yourself, I just had to do a reading for a young lady, and she's, like, talking to me about these different love interests, which is so normal, right, to have two or three, not for me, because I can't I can't compartmentalize my time or my space like that and because um, I'm busy, right? So for her, I'm trying to tell her, like, the one of the cards that came up was um, the Ace of Cups. And I told her, I said, you really need to focus on, no, I'm sorry, it was the Ace of Pentacles because it had to do with money. So basically that card was a big worry about your fucking self, worry about your money, love yourself first, and then you don't have to worry about nobody loving you. I've never lost a man while I was chasing money, right? But I've always lost money whenever I chased a man, if that makes sense to you. So instead of you looking for somebody to love you you have to love yourself you have to get to a place where you don't feel guilty about saying I deserve this like I deserve everything that this woman or this man has given to me I deserve that I don't deserve this shit over here 
I may have at one point. Because a lot of times, women, we when we punish our men, it's like an eternal thing, and you can't do that. You can't. Okay, I get it. I get like he fucked up, whatever. If you take him back, you have to stop. If you take his ass back, the healing has to start occurring. If the healing doesn't start to occur, that relationship is in a wasteland. It's not, he's not, listen, because a man will kiss your ass. He will for a good, like a solid, I've seen men kiss ass for a good solid year. They ain't getting no pussy. They ain't, they ain't getting home-cooked meals. They ain't getting nothing because they hurt you. I get it. But after that year, they're like, okay, now I don't deserve this. And then when they go and they step out, was that really cheating or was that, survival and y'all know i talk a lot about this that's part that those are the things that'll be in the book Templar. like that's law you know so when i hear a lot of women especially married women i was just talking to my homegirl that's on the west coast telling me that you know people are saying like oh they haven't had sex you know within four months five months in their marriage i'm like no you wasn't having sex he was having sex you don't think that men want to be loved on you don't think that men want to be revered and told that they look good and you know whatever whatever that's why i'm shallow I got to look at you. I can't date no ugly man because if you treat me bad, I'm be like, bitch, and on top of that, you ugly? Get the fuck out of here. Like, I will be so offended, right? But also what's beautiful to me or fine to me in a man may not be fine to you. So when you out there looking for people to love you, you got to make sure that you love on yourself first. Take a little something for yourself. You know, just like when you get your paychecks and when you get paid, you're supposed to take a little allowance for yourself. So love is the same way. In 2020, I don't want y'all out here in these broken relationships and these toxic situations where you keep going back because you feel sorry. A lot of y'all are giving out pity pussy, and a lot of y'all don't have good dick discernment. You know, if if we ran a Carfax on some of y'all dicks, I would never speak to none of y'all in life. I don't even think we would even be able to be friends because you didn't think that shit through, and not because the bitch was ugly, but just because, like, what what was you trying to do? What was you trying to do? And then a lot of y'all talk shit about these whores. And then I'm like, but you the one that was in a 13, 14-year relationship on and off with the whore. So you a whore. So in order for you to manifest what you want, you have to love it. You have to be in love. I'm in love with the idea that there is somebody that could partner with me. Because I ain't shit sometimes. I really am not. I have attitude problems. I fucking have temper tantrums. I'm spoiled as fuck. But I spoil myself. And then I spoil my partner as a result of that. Right, and I don't ask for nothing, which is why I get everything, right, all the time. And y'all, y'all think it's game, and y'all think I'm running shit. No, because I love me. So when they see, like, oh, she takes care of herself, she loves herself, she goes to the gym, she drinks her little water, she cooks. You know, she don't, she don't ask me for nothing. I'm trying to make your day easy. So now all you gotta do is worry about getting up, being black, going to work, and doing what you need to do, and then coming home and then loving on me, right? A lot of us create all these anxieties within our relationships because we really don't fuck with each other no more. We really don't like each other no more. And that was the situation that I had to cut off. You know, the 12-year situation, we're not even going to go through the motions no more. I appreciate everything that man ever did for me. I know that we loved each other at one point in a different way than what a husband, wife, or a couple should love each other, but there was still love there. So I know that that hurt when I said that I really only ever loved one person. I know that hurt. You know, I'm not going to apologize for that, but, bitch, you didn't give a fuck about me either, not in the way that you should have, because if you did, you would have came and got me. Every house I picked, it wasn't good enough. Every, You know, it just it was too much. Everybody has all these excuses. In 2020, we don't need to have an excuse. The number one way for you to manifest whatever the fuck it is that you want is to start with yourself. Start by saying, this is what I'm going to accept, this is what I deserve, because when you start, you know, accepting all the fuck shit, at some point that fucks with your self-esteem. And then you start feeling like, well, I deserve this. If you fucked up, yeah, you deserve whatever karma that you got to sit in. But after a year and shit like that and you still hearing about the same shit, and I know because I've been the topic of conversation in a lot of y'all motherfucking households, right? Because you got to hear Denise wouldn't have did this or you talking shit about Denise, she would have did that because at some point the men that, that do, did care about me will defend me and say, well, when I was with her, this, you know, this, 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 and this, and now you bitches is mad, Right? Well, one thing they'll never tell you is that I never love myself. I always love myself, and I always try to put myself first. So that's what you guys need to be doing in 2020, and I'm going to leave you all with a little bit of Mary J. Gave a lot of my life to the public, but y'all don't really know. It's a shame that y'all put me in such a box. Check it. Yo, Mary. 
like you're supposed to. Come on. Looking in the mirror at my enemy But today I'm looking for some 